0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the issue on the table podcast this is our insert eight episode number
1: it's eight it's
0: um, eight i was hoping you would like go back and edit it and it's just like a computerized voice saying eight eight, eight. Um,
1: <laughs> I'll, put that I'll put that in there
0: <laughs> uh, welcome to episode eight of the issue on the table podcast we took a week off but we are back and in full effect with a whole lot to talk about If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You're one of 10 people, Um, but Uh, welcome is just three guys who know each other, who've known each other since high school and have a lot to talk about and a lot to say about a lot of shit. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I don't even know what's really going to be talked about today. It's so much ground to cover, but I'd actually like to begin not with my issue. I'll save my issue, Um, but I want to start with a personal issue. Um, um, did that happened I say who last I
1: am? week. Oh, oh,
0: I didn't even say who I was. You have yeah,
1: co-hosts, remember?
0: <laughs> I didn't even say who I was. Jesus Christ. Christ. I didn't even say who I was. Um, you a lot of shit, so <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like to... Okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm Christy Light Black.
1: I'm Jamarcus Rickins. And I'm Cody Felix.
0: Okay, now that we have that out of the way, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to talk about something that happened last week. So we took a week off from a podcast. this was just because of scheduling issues and the three of us having lives of our own to, yeah. to where we don't always have time to sit down for hours and and do this.
1: Talk about um, yeah.
0: so what happened is that we planned on recording on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, it was really on um,
0: Sunday. It was gonna be on a Sunday, and we were gonna do it before Jamarcus went into his job. Um, but jamarcus's boss called him and wanted him to come in early and so the time didn't work and so jamarcus texted in our group chat well
1: you're missing a little bit of the story
0: what am i missing
1: because we started sunday and then i had something pop up which i think i want to talk about later i had no i had something pop up on sunday
0: i thought it's something, pop up. Oh yeah, Sunday. I that's had something we're pop up on
1: Sunday, and I wanted to do it Thursday, right after Jamarcus got off of work, or right before he went into work. I think one of the two, something like that. I think, no, I think it
2: was after because I remember telling you that uh, someone. It was
0: going to be before. If it was going to be after, Let then you just going pull in early because we obviously don't remember what,
1: we, what was said. I do. I do though. No. Well, I I remember what was said after, but you know.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's what <laughs> I. It's all a different issue.
1: <laughs> um. But well, yeah, continue this story. Continue.
0: Well, because, okay, well, let me say what the issue is. The issue is knowing someone for almost a decade and then <laughs> assuming that they're awful shit of a human is what the issue is. <laughs> I mean, communicating with uh, someone basically on a daily basis and suddenly he's just an asshole. But what happened was we had to cancel. Jamarcus was like, "I have to go in um, sooner than expected, so we can't do it." Mm-hmm. And it was going to be early in the morning. And I don't—I'm not like—I don't—I'm a grumpy guy in general. But when I have to wake up before noon, I am generally not excited about it. Um, None so of us. <laughs> I, so I responded to Jamarcus's cancellation with sarcasm and yeah, stated sure. i'll let cody read the messages out loud but he's probably not going to read it in the tone that I, I i was about
1: to say you don't want Which me is to, read going it. to
0: prove my point i no, feel like to prove my point
1: oh so, so you i'm want on me my to phone
0: right now so i can't you state.
1: don't to read it how i thought you read it
0: but yeah read it how you thought i said it you
1: bitch i was so looking forward to waking up early and you ruined it Ah. <sighs> That's that's a, he actually wrote A G H. So, ah, I hate you so much right now. Now I have to sleep in. Asshole. Face
0: like an now, anime character. Now. <laughs> now tell me why I would be that upset about being able to sleep in.
1: Okay, you have to think about my context, right? My context is that we we've, we've been, we we scheduled Sunday. We had to reschedule for Thursday. <laughs> And then we were, throughout this whole entire week, we were like trying to plan a day to schedule. And it's a lot, you know, when you schedule, you try to schedule a lot, you know, you give up things. I thought, I thought you said Saturday, you had to give up something or do something or whatever. You had to schedule around it. Then you cancel that. Uh, Thursday we scheduled and you're like, oh, man, we're, we're probably not going to be able to do this. Right. And then you, you're, you're a fast texter backer. I don't know what that's called. You're a fast responder. Yeah in your text, So Jamarcus texts at 641, hey, I'm gonna have to cancel on the pod tomorrow. My supervisor, blah, 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 whatever. He needs me tomorrow, right? And then you texted at 644, this is three minutes. Does that mean you'll get off earlier? And we all know Jamarcus is not the, you know, most, you know, the fastest texter. I don't so, text back uh, fast at all. <laughs> he texts, no, I get off at the same time. This is when I knew something was wrong. Because Chris did not respond. Because Chris will usually be like...
0: No, and I'll tell you why I didn't respond. I didn't respond because I was watching a movie. I had intentionally put my phone no, away. Didn't you know didn't, that. Know that. didn't know that. Making a So Your now, three, three hours
1: later, it's like three hours later, Chris had time to think about hour it. Because no, it was a
0: two-hour movie. No, because it was a two-hour movie. I didn't I, see that text message until I finished the movie, which was Annette on Amazon, which was a... Woo, crazy movie. Um,
1: but and then you text it back with the you know the whole you,
0: bitch. but why would I be genuinely upset about being able to sleep in? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I like I said, my context is just like, well, let me ask this. Let me ask the schedule. Jamarcus,
0: did you see the text messages <laughs> before Cody responded to them? Uh,
2: before he, before y'all had that back and forth? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah.
0: Okay, but in reading them later, when you read them, did you take what I said seriously? Reading what no, I said. Of course not. <laughs> it was clear to you that I was being sarcastic. Well, yes, yeah, it, it was, was, it was very bad. clear. It was very clear. I don't know why Cody read those text messages and thought that I would be upset about being. I literally said, Oh, I'm going to have to sleep in now. Why would I be upset about that?
1: Because context doesn't come through text. That's why. You don't even
0: need context. That is very I do. You do. clearly sarcasm.
1: Well, I, I intentionally I
0: punched it home. I was like, "Are you?" Because like the way you responded to you was like such like, "I'm the mature one in the group." Like, you're like, <laughs> Let's not do this. Period. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I was like, so "What serious. are you mediating?"
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, when
0: he adds the period, I was like, <laughs> "What is mediating? What? What?"
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I pretty much responded with like, I, "I don't know if people know me, but I'm I'm very uh I'm you know I'm I'm very uh peaceful." Uh, uh. Chris did not take my text as peaceful. Uh, again, no context. Uh, so uh, yeah, I responded and I was like, uh, yeah, let's not do that, Chris. Um, let's you know. I understand you're upset. We were all really wanted to do the podcast. <laughs> <What's it? laughs> we all really wanted to do the podcast. What did I say? I said, uh, "What does that accomplish?" No, no, no problem with you expressing Talking the way like you feel. Child. But please bring, pe- please don't bring people down.
0: When, <laughs> it's a electric, I, like, when in any of those messages did I bring anyone down?
1: I feel like a uh, like a parent. <laughs> no.
0: I, I feel like a parent that doesn't know what's going I on. Until I read his text message, too. yeah. I was like, um, "What does that even mean?"
1: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it. It. I, I apologize. I mean, I'd rather do that. I'd rather assume something and then no, get it wrong.
0: Ask, ask, then you won't get it wrong. If you're like, that what do you mean by that? About
2: when, it, I Chris, mean, knowing you, I feel like you would you like he'd ask you and then you respond. You still respond sarcastically. So <laughs>
3: like yeah. what
1: yeah i mean you know uh you know you win some you lose some you get some stuff wrong uh, i got it wrong i apologized uh yeah then uh, yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry uh chris uh
0: now that that's on yeah recorded video we can move on to uh, the actual issues on the table
1: Well, does anybody want to start? Do I have to start with, of course, the biggest topic of all time?
0: Oh, really? Go ahead. Since we don't know how much longer we'll have you, we
2: should probably <laughs> yeah, Pretty
1: much. <laughs> Actually, you know yeah. what? Let's just start with that. Let's just start with that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, the reason we have to reschedule for Sunday is because I got an opportunity to be on a movie set, right? With Carrie Hilson neo okay, we don't
0: need
1: to <laughs> soraya you know i'm just i'm just gonna be name dropping we, we might as well. all your
0: favorite Aaron's people Jay. 2010
1: um who else is on there um mc light <laughs> oh man this is a cast right um <laughs> and jamie jamie fox is uh producing it
0: yeah but he's not there is he? he's
1: not there but he's supposed to be there friday which kind of pisses me off but you know it's it's another thing the reason that uh we had, that's the reason we had to reschedule Sunday. I think we scheduled for Sunday because that was happening Sunday, and then I I'd get off early Thursday or something like that. But went there yesterday or yeah yesterday, last night, and they told me I had COVID, so
0: boom, boom, boom.
1: kicked me off the set pretty much. Oh, I no. felt like felt like I was on. I told Chris I was. I felt like I was on that movie Parasite where they walked back to their like house at the bottom of the road where it's flooded um i felt kind of bad but i mean god has a plan for me If he didn't want me to be there he didn't want me to be there so it is what it is it is what it is i gotta i, I put people in positions to have the opportunity so you know i'm not the only one not there other people are there so yeah i don't feel and what's bad.
0: important is that that you're. Feeling well? And no, not-
1: that's. I don't think that's the most important.
0: That's <laughs> most important that's, to me. Is that that's you're not, that's healthy that's, and safe? That's not. that. I mean, because opportunities come and you know.
1: This is where the comp- conspiracy theories come in. Um, just saying, the entire time I did not get the vaccine. Didn't have COVID. Oh As Soon as I get the vaccine.
0: Don't you start this BS. I've been vaccinated COVID. for like six months now.
1: I'm just saying, my immune system doesn't need any help. Um,
0: right. Watching sure, a right.
1: couple of de- in a couple of days, I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> just gonna be on the ventilator, <laughs> 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 on the verge. <laughs> no, but well, I, I feel good. know. ER. Uh, yeah, yeah, live from the ER, live, because I'm a big deal. Um, but That's I feel good. Deal. I feel I feel perfectly fine. Um, I don't right. I don't have any symptoms. My throat isn't hurting. Um, can taste what's another symptom i don't have short wind um i cut my neighbor's lawn yesterday so there's no short wind there i was totally surprised because i go home and back home back yeah but yeah that's that's what happened to me um but let's get into some worldwide news Better world media world What?
0: Oh, okay, go ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> oh! <Whoa. laughs> you had a chlamydia diagnosis? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, oh. no I didn't. I'm saying I thought he said too. You getting positive COVID might be a better thing than getting positive something else.
1: Oh. Sure. 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 I guess. Um,
0: Better to have an, a scratchy throat than a scratchy scrotum, you
1: know? Amen. Is chlamydia forever?
0: No. No. What are you honestly about to say? You would rather have chlamydia.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that. So you can,
0: so you can go to work and just just do that all day.
1: I mean, they got powders, right? They got like something you could.
0: I don't know.
2: You, just get, can a, help, man. you just get a shot, and it, or, or they'll give you a supplement that takes care of
1: Listen, I'm not saying I want chlamydia, but. If it, if it means I could be on set.
0: Nobody's going to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have a new test that we're giving people.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's called it the anal swab. Uh, <laughs>
0: so Back to you in free business days. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty much, yeah, pretty much what I, what I, what I figured. Pretty much what I figured. Um, but, uh. Donda, 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 Donda. Donda Are we talking Donda, about Donda? Donda?
0: Donda is your issue. Donda, Donda. Donda is it, is look, Donda, Listen, Donda, is it bad Donda, that I that I
1: haven't Donda, heard this song yet?
2: Donda.
1: Donda, Donda, Donda is an album. Now, Donda. Donda. Donda.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's yeah. I'm not. Oh. See, I'm I'm old, guys.
0: <laughs> I haven't listened to the
1: Donda yet. <laughs> it was like a movie. <laughs>
0: i thought it was a song oh my bad <laughs> yeah, man, i ain't seen one episode of that
1: donda bro <laughs> oh my goodness all right so anyways uh donda kanye album that he dedicated to his mother is out finally um but i don't even want to talk about the album at first i just want to talk Have about like the, the things- whole album? yeah i listened to the whole album i'll share. My- i guess we'll share our opinions later i mean jamarcus I hasn't even listened to it when- he finds out what it is yeah we'll talk about it um but yeah he dedicated it to his mother and i just want to talk about i guess the responses and the things leading up to the album like uh was soldier boy is upset because kanye west left him off of the album um after giving his verse on i think it was what's the what's the remote controller or remote control is it remote control remote
2: controller
1: i think it's just remote control Something like that is, It's honestly, it's one of the worst songs on the album, in, in, in my in my opinion. But uh, um, yeah, Chris Brown was kind of upset a little bit too. Um, and I think Donald Glover tweeted something like, "Oh, happy to see I'm influential," because I think his album <laughs> cover was white and Kanye was is black, like it's a whole black square. Ooh. And, like, on The Breakfast Club, DJ Envy was, like, salty. He called Kanye West and his, his uh, team a clown, clowns. Uh, and then he retracted his statement and said, oh, no, his team's not a clown, but he's still a clown. Um, I guess for the way that he was acting, like, you know, telling people they were on the album when they really weren't on the album or you know, <laughs> doing stuff behind the scenes and stuff like that. But my thing is, like, do you know who you're working with? You're working with Kanye West. Like, you have to expect, like, if you give a verse – you're Honestly, not gonna immediately be on the Kanye album, thing
0: about right?
1: Yeah, like, and uh, I'm not really too upset about that. But what I am upset about is, he said he was gonna release it on a certain date, right? This was what a month
0: ago, a while ago, yeah,
1: a month ago. It was supposed to release in August, early August. Then he had like the whole listening party, and he was like, "Oh no, 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 no! I need to restructure some things." He was living in. Was Atlanta the Atlanta? Don't is it Mercedes? I think it's, it's Mercedes Benz. Yeah. yeah, stadium, and oh, that really
2: crappy robot yeah, that's- <laughs> yeah,
1: the little like jail cell. Kind
0: of,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's living in there, and he does another listening party in Atlanta. Um, everybody says that this St- one is different there's different songs, there's different features and all this other type of stuff, but everybody's still saying the album is good, the album sounds great, like, this is the best thing, Kanye West is back. I'm like, okay, Kanye West is back, right? And the album still doesn't release, release, because he made a new release date, like, mm-hmm. mid-late August. And now, uh, he, or not now, but, like, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was just a week ago, he went to what I don't even know where Kanye West was born. Look at me, Chicago, Chicago, right? Chicago. Yeah, why did I forget that? Uh, Chicago, and he does another listening party, but this one is bigger. This one is bigger, better. He builds his his home house there. Uh, he lights himself on fire. Uh, he brings Kim Kardashian out in a in a wedding dress. What looks like a wedding dress, but <laughs> I'll get to some of the jokes in a minute. Um. <laughs> um, and you know there's this whole like the thing and everybody is still saying this album is the greatest thing that in touch dirt since life of pablo right and it's kind of sounds like he's not going to release it on the date that he expected to release it because i heard that it was going to be september 3rd which is when certified lover boy is coming out drake's album is coming out right and through this they're kind of still the whole thing on yeah they're ki- still kind of beefing a little bit like Kanye West released uh Drake's you know house actual address <laughs> yeah his information which is eh, because I feel like a lot of people know where Drake is living because I think he did a documentary on it but still that that's kind of that's that's a little yeah, that's Cause the line weird right fans right will show up to his house and You know, security of all that. He should Kanye West should know best because I think at one point his house was robbed. So I don't I don't like that he did that. Um but I thought it was gonna be released on September third. And come to find out it was released last week. I don't even know what date it was because all I just seen isn't
0: it like Sunday?
1: Yeah, it was Sunday. Yeah, the twenty eighth, August twenty eighth. So it releases. Um I didn't know it was coming out, thought it was gonna be September third. And all you see is just people saying, oh, this album is trash. This album is trash, 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 trash. Kanye Dang. West, in response, says, oh, universe released my album without my permission. Like, I wanted to put more songs on the album. I wanted to do this. I wanted to, you know, they released it without my my knowing.
0: consent. Yeah.
1: And it kind of just seems like he was trying to cover his tail a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Kanye West um this you know, is doing what makes these, you conflicted doing these about antics. Kanye West. no because the thing is like well not not how I feel about Kanye West but I just don't like the antics that he used to release his album and to also get his album to number one because there's 27 songs on the album which I don't know if you guys oh, noticed God. the more songs you have on the album the more streams you get the easier it is to get number one the easier it is to get a lot of streams because you have to go through all twenty-seven songs, and you know.
0: Especially, I, know. If, I mean, if you buy the album,
1: right? So it's a whole you know thing. He put the baby on the album, Jay Z on the album, J oh, Electronica. But, but There's no, twenty-six features.
0: The baby isn't on the album.
1: He is on the album.
0: He's not on the album.
1: They 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 added his song after oh, he they said added the it whole down. universe. Yeah, it's, so it's Jail Part Two, okay. as you know. Um, but yeah, I just want to hear you guys's responses well i can't really hear jim marcus's on how the album sounds but how how leading up the antics what do you feel about the antics that kanye west used i guess to get his album streaming number one
0: i mean at the end of the day i think that people forget that it's called the music business and the music industry at the Mm -hmm. end of the day even someone like kanye west who is someone who is honestly, in a lot of ways, a, a walking, breathing contradiction, in the sense that Kanye is very much like, "I'm an artist. I'm doing it for the art. All I care about is the art." Um, but at the same time, it's about money, and it's about sales, and it's about streams. Yeah, we're going platinum, gold. It's about yeah. streams. It's about these things because it's a business. <clears throat> And the more you sell and the better you do, that means you get to do it again. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm not really upset or surprised that Kanye is doing these things. One, because it's a business. Two, because it's fucking Kanye. And nothing about Kanye West surprises me now. Kanye West could, could walk out in the middle of a highway in a chicken suit and do the Dougie and I'd be like, yeah, uh, like, I, I, I it's, not be, not, it's pretty fire. That'd be pretty fire. <laughs> I'd watch that. on <laughs> I that would, that would fall asleep to that. that
1: That'd be pretty that fire. Would... <laughs> and, then, and then it'd be, uh, what is it? It'll be a uh, Yeezy, Yeezy chicken suit or like something like that. <laughs> Just holes in the chicken suit.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that doesn't really surprise me. The whole, even the whole album setback didn't surprise me or even necessarily upset me. I should preface this by saying that I am not a Kanye fan in some of the ways really? that people are Kanye fans. Let me finish. And some okay. of the people some of the ways that people are Kanye fans. Because I've seen online people, people are Kanye fans to the extent to where this man could wipe dust off a wall and they would call him the savior of the planet. Like, it would be it would... the best human move on the planet. Like, I've just seen people be like, Kanye West is the next Michael Jackson and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, to the utmost. Mm-hmm. I I like Kanye. I enjoy Kanye's music. I enjoyed Kanye's gospel album. Like, I, really? I
3: think...
0: I did. I think that Kanye is a really talented musician. I think that Kanye is a talented artist and a talented rapper. Um, I think that when you're in a position where one, you have a load of expectations on you um, and when you have a lot of people hyping you up already I I feel like what people are taking into account is how intimidating that probably is to have people saying things like you just said about how oh this is going to be the biggest fucking album, this is going to be an amazing album, then it's no one else's job but Kanye's to deliver that Or as close as he can get it to it. I think he brought
1: brought it upon himself because when you build this much hype for something, you have to deliver. You can't just, you know, say you're going to drop, don't drop. Say you're going to drop, don't drop. Say you're going to drop, don't drop. It would have been way different if he just dropped unexpectedly. Like we'd be lusting for like some Kanye West music. Right. And then there's no expectation. There's no nothing. Like there's no, none of this, none of these antics leading up to, you know, him right. doing the album, him him doing these concert, these listening parties with a bunch of people while Corona is still a thing, um, in different cities building houses, doing all this. Like it has to be really really good. And then when you listen to it, you're kind of like, ah. if it's anything less than a platinum, like a really good album, then you're kind of like, ah, I flopped.
0: But I don't know if that is a case of Kanye intentionally building something with the intention to just make people go crazy or if it's because i think that kanye west is theatrical i think that kanye west is a theatrical man and he likes theatrics and he likes shock and he likes doing random big things bizarre things big bizarre i mean he's a showman. even when he had like his church he's a showman he likes to put on a show Mm -hmm. um but also at the end of the day i think that you have to remember that pleasing the masses is impossible it's impossible someone without listening to the album is going to say it's the worst thing on the planet um just because that's how humanity is they've only listened to two songs (laughs) You can't please everybody. Um, Do I think that in some way, do I think that, mm, okay. I think that this is also a conversation about who we hold accountable and who we don't hold accountable. And I think that we as a society and a people and a culture i let kanye get away with just about anything he does um kanye might be the one of the only people to be able to say slavery was a choice on national television and that's be like but do though like it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fire <Yeah. laughs> Should fire um <laughs> and like say some of the outer range shit that he said and done um and we're just like, but he's Kanye and he's fucking amazing, blah, blah, blah. And so I think that there's a sense of I can do anything and no one's really going to say shit to me. Like I can set back this album and it's only going to create more hype. It's going to upset some people, but at the end of the day, they're still going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I can have the baby and Marilyn Manson come out at my concert. Two people, one who's a accused homophobe and woman beater and one who's an accused woman beater and sexual predator and i'm gonna have them come out standing side by side at my listening party like it's things like that i feel are very intentional because there's no way you could miss it i mean that's like Definitely. that's like having um a show and you're like all right next up is harvey weinstein and jeffrey epstein and I mean, it's like it's like those <laughs> those things cannot be accidental. It's no way that was not filtered through. So I think it's a balance of trying to meet expectations and be a perfectionist which I do think Kanye is in his own way Um, Mm -hmm. and being the theatrical showman, shockman um, that he is. Um, But I mean also at the same time everyone involved is complicit in it.
1: Yeah. Uh, kind of
0: Kim Kardashian putting on that dress and it was exactly what she was doing.
1: I wonder if she got paid to do that or if he just asked her for a favor and I <laughs> feel like Kanye talked her into it. Oh, dress, yeah, I wonder if Kim Kardashian not. got paid, or if she, paid. She just came out like whatever. But, um, Jamarcus, you seem like the biggest Kanye West fan right now.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, with your Marvel top on, and I don't know what's on the hat. <laughs>
1: Uh, but I, I'm I'm going to, I guess I'm going to, uh, I guess, switch it to like, a, I guess, for Jim Marcus's sake, a political standpoint. Yeah. Do you think you take like, I guess, his I'm going to run for president thing seriously?
2: I never said it seriously. Even when he announced it however many years ago, oh, I'm going to run for president in 2020. I was like, no, it, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. And if he does do it, it's going to be publicity stunt, which it was.
1: You don't, um, you don't think, I mean, if, if Donald Trump became president, you don't think anybody can become president? Because I think Kanye West might have, like, the biggest stance.
2: Well, anybody, I truly believe anybody can become president, but Kanye literally announced his campaign, like, when we had the nominations. When we had the, like, literally it was, like, a week before, I think, the first debate or the second debate, and he was like, I'm, I'm waiting for president. I'm like, uh, sir, you, you kind of missed every deadline there is to be."
0: <laughs> but he got <laughs> votes, though. Kanye yeah. got a... Con- amount of votes. Kanye. Yeah. Which shows how fucked America is.
1: Because I, I don't know anything that, that he stands, stands for. I don't like, know if Kanye
0: stands it. for anything.
1: I think he just said it to create shock value, is honestly the case. Like anything uh, that creates Kanye shock value. Knows he will what do. Kanye for. Yeah, but does everybody else? Like well, I don't know I what he truly believes in.
0: I think that's the Kanye problem is that people are around him that egg that shit on. And he surrounds himself with yes men. He surrounds himself with yes men and people who feed into what he does and says, but don't consider any underlying issue that may be the cause of it. I sincerely believe, no, I know Kanye has mental health problems. Mm. I think anyone knows this. And when Kanye does shit that is very indicative of someone who is bipolar, who has personality problems, we laugh at it and we say, oh, that crazy Kanye, instead of saying, Kanye, go get some help. Yeah, but yeah. people think, oh, Kanye is such a revolutionary artist. He sees things that we don't see. Probably, but that might not be good. That he's seeing things you don't see.
1: Yeah, there's multiple people saying that he can only create when he's off of his meds. But I'm like, do you want him <laughs> off of his meds or do you want him healthy? Like,
2: yeah, like do you want him producing music for you or do you want him like alive and well?
1: And like, like me cool? personally, I don't, I don't care anything about like. I'm not gonna say the the name of the album, but I'm because they'll be calling his mother. Like I don't care about his mother, but I don't care about the album coming out. I care more about Kanye's well being because some of Kanye's recent music, well, not recent music, but his two thousand what? Yeah, his later music. Um, I feel like I listen to pretty much every day. I would say. So, he's given me all that I need. I don't need him to I want him to be safe. Like I want him to be good. I don't want people around him yeah. being like, Kanye, all you got to do is get off the meds for about an hour. Uh da da, da da Like if his mom was here, he'd be like, she'd be like, Kanye, sit down, shut up and be cool. Like you have everything you need. You don't need to be like you are, are you've already proven that you are one of like the greatest the artists. Yeah. Right. So you don't need to prove anything else. You don't need any more attention.
0: And I think there's a clear distinction between before Kanye's mom died and after Kanye's mom died. Right. I think that you can literally listen to his music and know the pivot. And I think that in a lot of ways, his mom was one of, if not the only person who was able to get through to him and and mm-hmm. and not say yes to him all the time. Um, or she was in a group of people. Well, what happens is when she passes away, the yes-men overtake the no-men. Right. Um, yeah. And you don't have that authoritative voice saying, you're better than this. You can be better than this. You can think. do better than this. You can think. And I mean, and that's the oldest myth. Honestly, it is the oldest myth that substances ruin the mind of an artist. And this is why we have so many overdoses with musicians and different artists because they say, I can't make music without cocaine i can't make music without lsd, you know, you
3: know,
0: LSD or meth i can't do my i can't do it when mm-hmm. they just this, when this, that isn't true um it's just a dependency thing um and a crutch and it and it's just bad um and he married a kardashian which is
2: oh okay. yeah oh yeah so, no, basically no. like
1: talent out of him
2: those Kardashians do, do stuff to
0: people. Black men, they ruin black men.
1: Yeah, um, I think going back to, to to his mom passing, I think what happens is she, she probably will tell Kanye West the truth. And when she passed, Kanye West is now paying, because he always says, I, I just have my family around me. I think what's happening is he's paying his family. So his family is depending upon him. So if they feel like they push back on him, or he might've made an example out of somebody and fired them or, you know, doesn't talk to them anymore and abandoned them. them because they, right. So they're kind of like, well, I have to say yes in order to, you know, yes, keep you my well-being, know. And in that it's not helping Kanye. And it's not helping the situation that he's in and it's not helping them. It's not, I don't, I, don't, I think it's a lose, lose situation. Like I, me personally, I think Kanye was to just sit back and, you know, just enjoy life. Just enjoy life. And make, make your fashion. I don't want any more music from Kanye. Like, I, I've, I've had enough music from Kanye. Let these young bucks. Now, if he wants to make an album, or if he wants to, you know, collaborate with some artist, some young artist or something like that, that's fine. But I don't need another album from Kanye. I don't need another one. But, yeah, that's how I feel. Oh, this is another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, the, uh, the responses to this are kind of pretty harsh um my opinion i don't think it's as good as people say it is i don't think it's as bad as people say it is i think it's very mid uh there's like probably about like seven songs that i really really like on this album out of a 27 song album that's kind of pretty bad but some of them are repeats so i just don't count the repeats i say 21 out of 21 songs i like seven i think that's you know that's pretty that's that's okay I get through a lot of the songs without skipping, so. Um, but these responses there, uh, Kanye West's latest album "Donda" is a dud, and then the headline <laughs> for this one is: it's hard to believe this is what Kanye West wanted to lay at his mother's altar. That is kind of harsh. I'm not gonna lie. That's. That's that's
2: that's that's disrespectful to an extent. I think that's don't bring the hurt from his mother to it. Uh,
1: Kanye West debuts "Donda" in bizarre, worldless. A wordless appearance in Atlanta. Uh, Kanye West finally releases Donda, and finally is in parentheses. Um, what's the meaning of the Donda chant? Kanye West fans want to know. Uh, those are just some of the headlines that I, all I just typed in is Donda, and then that came; those things came up. But I, I think some some people are, are just I don't know. It, to me, if you don't have anything good to say about the album, you don't have don't to like nothing. I guess disrespect his you know his family anything like that
0: well two things kanye kind of brought that upon himself by naming an album after his mom um i would probably be really i think it's one thing to dedicate something to someone but to outright name it after someone um i feel like you kind of put that on i would personally never name something i make after someone i care about Mm. um for that reason is because then you don't want that name alone because now when you say the name the album's going to be the first something. thing that comes yeah. to mind yeah, instead, yeah. Of the,
2: instead of the person
0: right but i also think that that's what you sign up for when you do a job that involves you putting something out to the public eye and public opinion <clears throat> personally there is a critic in san diego there's a critic in San Diego who has nothing but negative things to say about me and my work. Literally. Oh, I kind of want to read it. This bothered me first. This bothered me because I'm like, I think I make good shit. I think I make presentable shit. I have heard good things from the general public about my shit. But this mm-hmm. white lady from San Diego, the the two time to- the three shows that I've had in San Diego not, has never said a positive, has never said a positive thing. But in that same review that she'll make, she'll applaud another show that I found subpar. So and that I was like, that What didn't even make any sense, but she enjoyed it. And mm. what ended up happening is, you know, it was a time, and I tell this story a lot, I was, I had a show on this conference and it was a feedback session afterwards with this, this old lady who taught at some college. And she went down to each, she went to each writer and in the order of, in in the order of the shows in which they ran and my show was last, so I was the last to get feedback. She had nothing but positive things to say about every single one of them. She got to me and just didn't understand. And one of the notes she gave was the protagonist in the show was a black man. And she said, I just don't understand. Why was, I just, why was he empathetic? Why, why wasn't he angry? I feel like he should have been an angry person. Why was he an empathetic person? Now, granted, she had given a... He had no reason to be an angry man in the mm-hmm. show, but her thing was, he, why is he a good person? Um, granted, there was a sh- other show, there were two black writers, um, which is usually about how it goes, me and this woman, me and this very Christian woman. And her play was about a white mom talking to her biracial child and the biracial child telling the mom that she didn't wanna be black. And the black father came home at the end of the show, basically. And the white mom was like, I just had a heavy conversation with our daughter. And he was like, gee, what was it? And she was like, well, she said she didn't wanna be black. And the father was like, well, understandable. (laughs) Like, like, you know, she that's a good point. It's tough out here. Um, believe me and you know this feedback lady was like oh my oh my god such a poignant commentary on society and um but tore my my black man apart her black man could be empathetic Mm. mine should have been angry and I was really upset about it I remember talking to my mom directly after that um and being like yo like I don't get it like I I don't get it um, and she said something that is so easy, but it's not easy to comprehend in the moment, which was what you make is not for that lady. Mm. You, what you made wasn't for that lady. Your aim is not to please that lady. If it is, go fucking do something to please that lady. Then guess what? You're going to lose the people who do enjoy what you do and who do appreciate it. You have a specific mindset and a specific perspective on something. Someone who doesn't have that life experience or perspective is not going to understand it. So they're not going to be able to connect to it. Or that when you make something, that is the response.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. That, that is
0: bound to happen. Your MTV movie. Oh, it's not watch my MTV movie. movie. The it's MTV movie you're working I'm on. I'm
1: a part of. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: When it premieres on MTV, I assume this December or November, um, Mm -hmm. around the holidays, there are going to be people who love it. They're going to be like, oh, snap, this is a badass cast. Oh, this was kind of funny. Okay, I like the concept. Wow, that guy holding the (laughs) camera is kind of (laughs) cute. And then there are going to be people who say, oh, my God, they've spent money on that. This doesn't belong in MTV, this belongs on BET. Like it's gonna it's you're not simple, gonna but, you know. you're not gonna favor, you know. So I don't think that the negative reaction you were gonna get this could have been literally the best album of all time. And there were there would have been people who were like, This is shit. Yeah. Fuck
1: that's Kanye. A like a lot of people don't really care, and then a lot of people will just bash it no matter what, and then yeah, I yeah. Mean, and nitpick it.
3: Yeah, And I, I don't think
0: that the now matters with things like this. I think that how is it going to be viewed in 20 years, and 50 years? That's what I think matters. 20 years?
1: I think 10. 10 years is a good good spectrum.
0: That's what matters.
1: Yeah. 10 years. Is, yeah. Why do you say 10 well, yeah. instead of 20? Uh, I say 10 instead of 20 because do I listen to music? I mean, 20 years down the road I think the only, I'm not going to say the only songs, but there are only album they're not there are very slim few albums that actually come out that people still listen to 20 years down the road but 10 years down the road if you're still listening to an album it's really it's a i would say it's a success if it, if you're listening to an album that's 20 years down the road you have did an awesome job so i'm giving a little like leeway to work with like i still listen to life of pablo still listen I- to you know graduation day and I don't know if that's 20 years ago, but that's like, what, 10, 10, 15, somewhere around that range. Yeah. I
2: still listen to, well, I wasn't alive when he made the album, but I, I still listen to Biggie's uh, Live After Death album. And that album is well over two decades old, so I give it your name.
1: Yeah. So that, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I, like, that album is awesome. Like, that album is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can listen from that from start to finish, that is an awesome album. He did his job. But 10 years... To me, if you still listen to an album 10 years down the road, it's a success, no matter what. Because it's still hitting people 10 years down the road.
0: But is that a problem that comes with being in a generation to where most music isn't special? In the sense that... Because, I mean, think about the albums that you do listen to 10, 20 years down the line. It's because something about that album or something about that artist or someone about those songs hit different. And we live in a time where a lot of music you could, you could put a song from a completely different artist on a different artist's album, and not be able to tell that it's a different artist. You mm-hmm. know, I think that you know the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is still considered one of the best albums of all time because yeah. nothing is like the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill.
1: Yeah. By the way, I was. Uh, I'm not gonna say I was disappointed, but. Man, I wish Lauren Hill was on this album or on the Don album. She's on the new
0: Nas album. Go listen to the yeah. new Nas album. No, I, li- I, listened to, album. I listened to it. That's I a to, dope to, album. I didn't
1: listen to the full album, but I listened to I listened to that song. And uh yeah, I wish Lauren Hill was on this Don album. Oh man. Would have been awesome. But um, yeah, I think that's because we live in a microwave society. We want everything quick, instant. We want music now. Like a lot of people, a like lot of people. Think Drake is well. It, this is all opinion based, but a lot of people say Drake is the number one artist, bar none, and I would agree with that. That's only because Drake releases song after song after song after song after song after song. He's appearing on, you know, this show. He's going to this basketball game. He's always in the and he's news. An
0: influencer,
1: right? To me, in my opinion, whenever Kendrick Lamar drops any type of song,
3: oh. any type of song,
1: <laughs> the internet goes crazy. He could drop one verse an ad-lib yeah. the internet goes crazy for him yeah i just, I, I mean that's just my opinion like w- to me you should i think we still appreciate like the scarcity and stuff you just have to yeah. let the audience appreciate the scarcity because i'm still gonna let it i don't care when kendrick lamar's album it was supposed to come out last year two years ago three years ago four years ago him and J cole was supposed to do an album I'm going. That is my favorite artist at the time. I don't care how many songs he releases. I don't care if he retires right now.
0: The I'm thing is, Kendrick can't, Kendrick can't. Kendrick get the fucking Pulitzer. Kendrick can never make a song again.
1: Exactly. This, I mean. He's,
0: but he's, I feel like uh, *To the Butterfly* is going to be one of those albums in 20 years that is regarded as one of the best albums That's, of the generation of the century. Because yeah. a lot There's of people.
1: I think a lot of people who don't know Kendrick, they'll say "Damn" is his best album. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I think that's his third best album. I
0: was about to say third best album too.
1: I think that's his third best album because "To Pimp a Butterfly" is like I could still listen to that from start to finish, no skips. It feels like I'm w- like listening to a movie. Yeah, like it's amazing. I actually I like Section Eighty as well. Like, yeah, that I,
0: that's a good
1: mixtape. I, I I I like I like man, I, I, but I'm a Kendrick. F- stan so it's hard Ooh, to he's a stand. stand stand and kendrick man i'm staying um
0: uh, just to cap off this conversation i just want to read the records that donda has broken the album oh, um
1: 27 songs on them
0: and this now. was this is two days ago this was on the last day of august so right after it came out it uh was the biggest album launch of 2021 which i mean in a time of covid um <laughs> It, was, it, made, it broke the record, Spotify 2021 single day streaming record, Apple uh-huh. Music 2021 single day streaming record, all time Apple Music record of number one album in 152 really? countries yeah. um, and received over 180 million streams around the globe in 24 hours.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. That's
0: a lot. That's a so lot. people that's can tweet whatever they want about the album. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. Well, I guess it worked. All those, you know, I'm going to release. No, I'm not. I'm going to release. No, I'm not. Oh, surprise. I released. All that just kind of, you know, I guess it helped him. But I'm done talking about Kanye West. Uh, pray for the brother. So, and that's another thing. I don't think people notice that this is like, I would say this is a gospel album. It's probably the only gospel album I can listen from start to finish with a couple of skips, a couple of skips. My problem is just that it has like, some of the songs just have too much air in them. Like they feel like they go a little longer than they should have to. Like I don't need an eight minute song. I got the message in like five minutes. You know, uh, once you get to 10 minutes, you're getting to like orchestra or what, is it, what is it? Opera where songs last in like 18 minutes. So, yeah, that's that's my issue. Who is next? Marcus, go. Oh, Chris Chris wants to go last. Okay. I was uh, Must be talking about sex. <laughs> I got a nose
2: somebody's going to hear like mine. I'm just joking. But the Supreme Court has struck down uh Biden's request to extend the eviction moratorium for millions of Americans who are in danger of being evicted from their homes. Uh he actually didn't want to do anything initially until Cori Bush made him and the entire Democratic establishment look stupid by sleeping on the Capitol steps and protesting for him to extend that. Now, I have a really, really bad feeling about the Supreme Court because they've historically made a lot of terrible decisions. They really have. This is the same Supreme Court that in, in, in the 1970s said, oh, if you strike down some provisions of the civil rights act and voting rights act, it's like, it's not like the South is going to try to restrict Black people from voting. And they did exactly that. And the Richard Nixon had to sign a bunch of executive orders and do a bunch of uh, legislative uh, provisions to get them to comply. So, and unlike a politician, whenever they, it, it's some sort of accountability with politicians because whenever it comes around for them to be voted and again, you, you can just vote them out. Supreme Court, you, you sit there for life, and you're a bunch of, kind of put this nicely, uh, philosopher kings and queens that make. And white. <laughs> I mean, majority of them are. But they are uh, philosopher kings and queens that make very important decisions based on their very narrow, and rigid, and sometimes even biased interpretation of how the law works. And those decisions can affect millions of people. And these elitists, I don't think, uh, understand that. I I, really don't think that they they understand it. And their prediction was, oh, if we take out the, uh, if we do not extend the eviction moratorium, we're not gonna see an uptick in evictions around the country, that's impossible. If you get rid of an eviction moratorium, and I don't have a law degree or any, I don't have a degree in general in I can predict this. <laughs> if you take if you take away an eviction moratorium in a time of a raging pandemic and an economic downturn where a lot of people, millions of people uh, over a third of the country said they're behind on their mortgage or their rent or so on. If you take away that protection and these people are behind on their mortgages rent, and so on, what do y'all think that your landlords are going to do? They're going to kick them out. And l- landlords have been Ironically ironically enough, excuse me, landlords have been making unions to try to push Congress and push, um, (laughs) yeah, I know, Uh, push Congress and push uh, uh, the uh, uh, DC elites to to comply with the Supreme Court and and try to push Biden to not do anything. But thank God, Nancy Pelosi has came out and said she's going to explore uh, some legislative.
3: God (laughs)
0: bless Nancy Pelosi.
1: She yielded like on that kenton cloth it. for me.
0: That <laughs> saint. Move out the way, Mother Teresa, we have names. <laughs> the queen, the queen herself. Uh, <laughs> he
1: said it like it was Mary.
0: <laughs> but like... Three weeks ago, he was saying to, like, blow her up. <laughs> okay, all right, shut up. Oh, my God. No,
2: but when it's, I don't, I, I just oh. deal with what a lot of Netflix views, but this is one thing that I do give her, give her credit for. Now, she has had meetings with Biden, and she has said that I can get you the vote in the House, but we get into the same stone wall and dead end we got to with the stimulus package and that we got to with the reconciliation bill. What about conservative Democrats in the in the Senate? Be, Joe, the Joe Manchins, the Kirsten Sinemis, the Tom Carpers, the Mark Kellys. Bye. <laughs>
1: he just fixed this cap. <laughs> this, take a page.
2: I, I know you are. I know you. You were well in, in the political scene when Lyndon B. Johnson was around, so you can take a page out of his book and do this. Call these seven or eight Democrats into your office, right, and give them the simple ultimatum. Okay. You can vote for this legislation, and if you do, I'm going to be your best friend. Uh you imagine you want some ev- some extra infrastructure money or a military base in West Virginia? You got it. Uh, Kirsten Sinema and Mark Kelly, y'all want some uh, extra mm, I don't know, uh, uh, Medicare or Medicaid funds for the state of a- Arizona? I got you. But if you don't vote for this legislation, I'm going to destroy you, and I'm going oh, to geez. ruin your political career, and you will have no... Absolutely no job in D.C. ever again if you do not vote for this. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna call Nancy Pelosi and have her talk to all the donors and tell them to not donate. I'm going to go to your states and campaign to an appointment to your left, so we can get these laws Im- Im- implemented. Look, the choice is on you. I can be your best friend. I can be your worst enemy. The choice is up to you.
1: Why do you and sound like we- a booty warrior? <laughs> <laughs> the choice is yours. You can do this
0: the easy way. Or <laughs> or- <laughs> The charts is sure. <laughs> smart. I like butt. <laughs> I like
3: a center.
0: I like your booty. stimulus package. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that infrastructure package looking mighty fine. Now we can pass but. this bill to either way. <laughs> I mean I mean Lyndon Johnson effectively
2: did the booty warrior approach and he got a lot through. So I mean
3: <laughs>
0: Lyndon Booty Johnson. <laughs> uh, uh, I, LBJ. So
2: and that's the approach I think uh Joe uh Joe, I, almost, I almost said you mentioned, uh Joe Biden should take. And if he actually gets a back, and he's already shown that he has the backbone to stand up to the uh, to the deep state and to the establishment when it comes to other things such as Afghanistan recently. So I know he has it in him. It's just a matter of fact that does he want to extend this moratorium this bad? Does he actually truly want to do it? And, and if he does, how bad does he want to do it? So I want to um, get you guys opinion opinion. Do, 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 do you guys think that we should extend the moratorium? Do y'all think that uh, landlords are right in them because, like, and to to, to the, the devil's advocate, they have lost a uh, relatively uh, uh, huge amount of money that's unprecedented. But if you allocate the fund, the, the, uh, the 47 or 50 billion dollars that was put aside to the states to go towards rent assistance, I don't, the, the thing I, I don't think these landlords understand is that money is to bail them out too. Those money is going directly to y'all to uh, if, uh, essentially the federal government paying you guys to keep people in their homes. So if anything, I think the uh, landlord should be pushing more uh, 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 for, the, for the federal government to step in and in, 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 in give them more because this does affect their income as well. But the floor is open. What do y'all think?
1: First off, I need a definition. What, is, what did you say, Import, emporia?
2: Eviction, eviction moratorium?
1: Moratorium. I don't know what that it, means.
2: It, 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 just, it just means a, a, a temporary ban on something.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. All right. I
2: got all the information I need now.
0: <clears throat> I love how you go on like a 10 minute nonstop rant and then like, what do you guys think? <laughs> 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 wait, wait. Um, um, <laughs> No, I'd say I have heavy opinions on this. Um, but I, I have since it began. Without a pandemic, it's tough to pay rent. Like without yeah. a pandemic, the amount of people who end up homeless is staggering. Um, and as someone who, well, growing up was on the side um or who was, you know, faced with eviction multiple times, it is Rarely because of laziness or something like that. It's because these fucking places, unless, you know, you, you know, it, it's, it's ridiculous how much they charge. First of all, yeah. for living one to go to a place and say, okay, so you have to give us a deposit. You have to give us an application fee. You have to, um, pay you have to make enough money to cover you know three times the rent um and you have to pay you know three months up front who the fuck are you you know it, a lot, like can i just say that
2: to a landlord
0: you are setting up a gate you're setting up a fence for people to fail um yeah. or for people to have to resort to going to frito Lay. To make in to, to make enough. You so much. That's why they do it. To make yeah. enough because the cost of living is so fucking ridiculous. Um so I and and I knew that hell was going to come down to earth when come up, I guess, when they established the whole eviction moratorium. Because I knew that it was going to end. And I knew that when it was going Mm -hmm. to end that safety net and that comfort that came with that was going to break apart. And a lot of families are going to suffer. Now, I don't necessarily care to speak on any individual because that is what it is. My focus is on the families who this is affecting because... You know, you have someone who has, I mean, speaking of Frida think about the guy in the Instagram video that, that, that we watched who got injured, who had, what, two kids or three kids? Yeah, um, wife, or,
2: wife or kids. Mm-hmm.
0: That alone is expensive. Those are each mouth that have to be fed, clothed, bed, lights, gas, electricity, all the things to maintain a semblance of a healthy lifestyle which isn't cheap and so with this kind of possibly going away you know politicians can only sleep on stairs of city hall for so long yeah right eventually it's going to happen and they will be replaced by actual citizens and ex-residents sleeping on those stairs. Because we, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly how to put it. This is outrageous to me that these people who make X amount of 100,000 a year are the ones deciding the fate of people who might not make 20000 a year. Yeah, and I, just, I just find that really ironic and ridiculous that and those are the people who get to make the decisions about the common man.
2: And, and to further add to that, this is also a time where the top 1% has added trillions, not billions, trillions of dollars to their respective net worths. And the federal government or some people in federal government very few but for the most part the uh uh, the swamp as dc is called they refuse to reallocate some of that to help these people and i I think it's so uh, and i think the foundation of what politics is 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 based on now is so broken and 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 the system and every government and every system of the system and every step of the way has failed us uh, and this is an example of
1: it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's kind of tragic because I think there was a problem before COVID was yeah. even, a, you know, even was a thing. And then I think it came out on the news like, oh, we're suspending, like you have to pay for, you know, rent or whatever. And a bunch of like the. The, the people who just bought properties, they were like, well, I bought this property so I could rent it out and now I'm not getting any money from it. So now you get to experience how these people felt when they needed to pay rent because you're not getting any money in and they have to pay rent for this property. So that means they're and they might not be able to afford the rent that you, you know, do. And a lot of these landlords are very, uh, how do I say it? Not attentive to their properties. Um, yeah. So you you're paying them rent and they're not fixing anything, they're not doing anything I'm not saying all, but a lot of them are not like being attentive landlords to their to their properties. Um, the only thing I can say is though, even though there are um, things put in place to say, hey, you know, we're gonna suspend, you know, you paying your uh your rent for however many months, you can't depend on. I guess the government to continue to do that. So when they said that I would have put money aside, like I was paying rent for that month because they didn't say, Oh, you, you, you don't have to pay any rent for the month. All the landlords are going to say is, okay, they suspended blah, blah, blah for this amount of months. Can you pay me the last nine months of rent? Like right now? And you're going to be like, wait, what? No, 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 no. What? They're like, no, oh, no, no, no. That did, like, they didn't just pay for that. They were just saying, like, you didn't have to pay for it, but it's still on your books because you've li- been living here for nine months. I thought that when when they said that, like, I was like, okay, these people, you know, they should be able to catch up because it's not like, you know, they're going anywhere. But a lot of people lost their jobs. So, yeah. so you know, it's a, it's a very and tricky pe- situation. And a lot
2: of people who, in the, in the very small minority people who did keep their jobs, got massive pay cuts, got massive hour cuts. Yeah. Yeah. So the money that they were making is was only like a third of what they're making pre-COVID. And even the money they were making pre-COVID barely, barely kept the lights on, barely kept food on the table. So take a third of that for some people and expect them to save a bit money to pay you over a years worth of rent. That's that that's ridiculous. And like Chris, Chris said earlier, you're setting a gate for them to fail. You know
1: what I'm saying mm-hmm. my thing is if you if you had enough if you had enough to say, um, we're gonna give everybody a thousand dollars and just make money out of thin air, I think you have enough money to just say, Hey, nobody has to pay for rent until we deal with this situation because we failed as a government. We failed and you did. guys as people. The and reason that you don't have a job is because we messed up. Yeah. And I feel and like they're taking the seriously.
0: And I feel like there you couldn't even if you want to play in the middle and be the middleman, you can set up you know qualifications and standards to where some people still apply and some don't. If you see that someone doesn't have a job, can't get a job, is struggling, has a family, something that is very clearly preventing them from paying rent in any capacity, help them out. If you see someone who has been a part of the Eviction moratorium who has a full time job and could be paying rent and could be, you know, getting these things in on time. Tell them they got to pay rent. It's Mm. not like, you know, it's not like you have to be like, fuck all of you. You can easily be like, you guys, you qualify, you don't qualify.
1: Technical difficulties.
0: When I get a call, it all goes shit. Oh, oh. Um, Oh, okay we do that with everything else we do that with government assistance and the sense of welfare and things like that we do that with With medicaid with with medicaid why not do it with something like this
1: it's basic as housing
0: (laughs) exactly these are the requirements we do it with low-income housing do you qualify to live in this space to where you know whatever so why not do it with this is that easy.
1: Yeah, no, really. That means the government would have to look at themselves in the mirror. Is why. Um.
2: Oh no, they. I think they're content with this. To be honest with you, there's no one, and, I, and a lot of a lot of people on the right and the and the conservative Democrats, conservative Democrats, You're say very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, because to me, they're to me they're they're die Republicans to me, but. <clears throat> Those those people are coming out and defending. I think there was a there was a um, there was a, uh, a a segment on Fox News on Fox News recently, excuse me, with Laura Ingram, and she was saying, uh, and her and some jackass was they're talking about how we need to cut off uh, on we we need to completely cut off unemployment, completely end the eviction moratorium because, quote unquote, a hungry dog. Is is, is going to obey you, or or, or is more compliant to work? And I think that type of mentality, especially coming from elitists like them, I think that type of mentality is why the system is so broken, and is why so many people, even though they work so hard, can't really make it and uh and and build the American dream that we so often uh, mythologize about.
0: Yeah. But why is the American dream this nuclear idea steal? I get it in the 50s when the kind of common American dream was established, when yeah. it was like own a house, have a lawn, have a wife, have two kids, one of each gender, and a dog. And that is the American dream, and a, and a good job, and a job. That is the American dream. That is the Kodak moment, billboard family. Why does that still apply today? That makes absolutely no sense when in a time that we have you know, advanced in understanding of, of things like gender and class, supposedly, and race, supposedly, and even with gender, supposedly, have advanced in understanding. Why do we still clutch onto this idea that for you to be a successful individual, for you to be American... You need these things. I mean, even look at these politicians, like her saintness, Nancy Pelosi.
2: Thank <laughs> you so much.
0: I <laughs> who, just... is the, who is still the... I'm going to, like... I'm going to... You know those, like, candles they sell at, like, Walmart? Like, the like Mexican this... candles with, like... Oh. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to commission one of this Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Have it on every episode from now on. Just the, my the Nancy Honorable... Pelosi candle.
1: You better not let me find that her, I will definitely her, her burn Her Majesty, sage. the Honorable
0: Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Be like, before we start, let me light up Nancy real quick just, <laughs> just to set the mood. Um, but no, even Nancy Pelosi is the very model of, you know, what politicians have been for the longest time, what Americans have been for the longest time. And I think that that, that is the very reason why no one trusts anyone is because everyone is this carbon copy of what came before so of course no one's going to believe you when you say you want to help us of course nobody's going to believe you when you say you're on our side no matter what party you claim
1: yeah so in the 50s they were selling the american dream and i think now it should be revamped to just be Oh well, I would just want to, you know, have a decent life. Like I don't, Damn. I don't want a white picket fence. I don't, you know, I don't even want that many children. You know what? You don't even have to give me a wife. Just let me live comfortably. And comfortably yeah. may not be white picket fence house. It may be paying rent. It may be, yeah. you know, going nine to five, but still being able to, you know, go on vacations. What? Uh,
2: annually. Once or twice a year. Yeah, once or twice a year. Providing for yourself, adequately. Right.
0: I mean, that's and the I new felt- slogan, though. That's an easy slogan. Don't sell the American dream. Let me live mine.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, Jesus. That's, that that, like that, that kind of hit. That kind of yeah, uh, hit cold book. Yeah, cold hey, book,
0: man. Uh, Chris, can I, can I please use that? Like, please? Like, I, I, I'm going nope. <laughs> to. No, please. No, no, seriously, please. I no, am man, selling no. that to a major marketing company. <laughs> <laughs> All during yeah, but... the 2024 election. That's what you're going to be doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but and I think it's even harder now to achieve the American dream than it was in 1950s because we had oh, yeah rec- we, we had record numbers of, of utilization back then. The we had very high marginal tax rates, we had things that actually helped the middle class. We had we had a major infrastructure plans like the New Deal. Now we've we have stagnant stagnant. We have very, very standard wa- stagnant wages that have not increased, I think, since George Bush. And but even though the stages are standing and they're not rising, if they are, they're rising at a very minuscule rate, the price of food is going up. Housing is going up. The price of, uh, of, of groceries and, 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 and education uh, is going up. So you can't upgrade the, uh, uh, the expenses of, of everything else but still give the common man... Barely anything to live off of, and think he's and, and, and think he's gonna make it, and when he doesn't, because he he has very inadequate resources, you blame him and call him lazy, or you think that he's a moocher off the system, or 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 or, or, or whatever. Uh, 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 people like to call uh, uh elitists like to call these people. Mm.
0: But I think that the American Dream, if we're talking about that, has always mostly only catered to the straight white man.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah I true. mean, you say it's gotten harder for who? But I think it's still pretty damn easy for the, who it catered to before, and I think that's still who it caters to: is, is there, the, the the straight college-educated white man.
1: Yeah, well, with the engineering degree,
0: right? Even well, even
2: and this is not. I'm not trying to. I, 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 I'm I'm really not trying to I don't what you're saying, but even for the straight white men, uh, the straight white men, like you say. What about poor straight white no, men? No, I'm again? not saying
0: rich white men. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying specifically because even back then, it catered to the straight white man who could afford an entire family and own a home and a dog and have. Yeah, I was
1: gonna have a dog. You love this dog. Did you have like dogs? Never
0: had a dog. You like dogs? I do like dogs.
1: That's where this stems from.
0: My (laughs) resentment, (laughs) but it wasn't. There was poor white people in the fifties. There's always been poor white people, but poor white people during the Depression and the Dust Bowl. That was all poor white people. Go, go Google the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl. All you're gonna see is dusty. Poor white people.
1: But what I have they all the pictures, hanging they turn
0: into? I have a whole wall dedicated to poor white people in history. Oh, it's okay. a timeline of the poor white people. Um, but no, there's always been poor white people, and the system even back then didn't cater to those poor white people because even back then the mindset was, "You're white. Why are you poor?" <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, why, what are
2: you why? doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but I think the um, to, contrary to the Supreme Court's prediction, I think the number of it basically just going kind to of skyrocket to a level that we've that we've uh, never seen before. Uh, I think the number now is about five hundred thousand people are like effectively homeless uh, uh, in this country. I think it's going to double to, to at least a million. So, and this is just another housing bubble waiting to happen, and I'm. Years down the line, whenever this all builds up and it's the next uh, uh, subprime mortgage price, subprime mortgage prices, excuse me, or Great Recession because of these decisions, they're gonna they always ask us, oh, what could we, what could we have done to prevent this or 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 what could we have done to uh, you know not make it so bad. Actually fucking care about people. <laughs> Actually care about people and do the right thing when the time calls for it.
1: So I don't, I don't, I'm going back to, was it the infrastructure bill that you said,
0: I think? Why, why, why are we going No, back? I'm going
1: back to that because <laughs> in that bill, it said, it said something about like giving to housing, like it was a housing act. Oh,
0: yeah. Where does that uh, come yeah, into
1: that. this? Like you say you're, we're giving it to housing, but who is it actually helping? Is it ha- helping uh, these people with mansions? Like who is it helping?
2: Uh, the bill, like, Biden has, a sign, uh, has signed these bills, and plus we're still working on getting $3.5 trillion bill reconciled and negotiated. My negotiators are oh. probably going to cut a lot, a lot of it out.
1: This is why but, I don't like
2: politics. Don't. Shit yeah. takes too long. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. It, 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 it very much does. So, all bills have, have, I, I have not passed that, but, I mean, when Wall Street or the – oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. sorry about that
0: <laughs> the uh, way, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm
2: getting canceled. But uh, uh, when Wall Street or when the military industrial complex, or when uh, a Goldman Sachs when they need bailouts, they get it like that. Like no questions asked, no strings attached. So I, I, I really just wish politicians had that mindset and that eagerness when it came to working people to be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll buy it Like, look, okay, I see you guys are struggling, and he has the power to do this. Is, 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 is executive order? the Supreme Court. Fuck you. I disagree with your, with your decision. Uh, sign an uh, an executive order to keep it in place, and while that uh, band-aid is there, we are work with Congress in a in, with uh, in a eager and adequate fashion, an efficient fashion, to get it passed through do the do legislation to make these things permanent or at least elongated to uh uh to the end of the pandemic and this is also a time where we have the new delta variant and that's mm-hmm. a lot more dangerous than the original form of
1: COVID. heading <laughs> 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 uh, a little cl- too close to home um brother um Uh-oh. but I, you know what i actually want to go back to something that you just said um i think representation is a big like part in this because would you guys vote for homeless people?
2: If they, um, what do you mean campaign on? The,
1: I, I'm about to make a point.
0: I'm about to make a point. If
2: they campaign on the well, issues that I care about, yeah, I will vote. Would I vote
0: for a homeless person to go into office? Right. Yeah, I mean, if they have something to say.
1: But they can't run, and the reason they can't run is because you need money to do your right, campaign. You
0: campaign money, right? So
1: if. There is nobody homeless who's representing those people who can't pay their bills, who can't do this type, you know, who can't do that type of thing. Why would the people making millions of dollars who
3: no, don't even
2: care not, about? Uh, but even with that, we, we have Corey, Corey Bush used to be homeless. Corey Bush knows what it feels like to be evicted and homeless.
1: But so how we, many of those politicians used to be homeless is what I'm saying. Like they don't oh, they good. they come they come from where a silver spoon was fed to them every single day they had breakfast lunch dinner every single day, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm guaranteed that most of most politicians come from a really good family they come from a really yeah. good home they come from uh, you like know, I, where they I would
2: say high didn't have to class think about at work. the very least right
1: right so they don't know about like rent being late they don't know about you know waking mortgage being behind your money. mortgage. Right, being evicted or anything like that. They don't know. Yeah, like, they don't know anything about that. They don't know a, a anything.
2: A, about a, a lot of these people, I think, had paid off houses inherited to them. Uh, they uh, inherited to them whenever their parents passed. So,
1: exactly. Yeah, so why, why, why would they care? Why would they care? They don't. They don't know. The, they don't know that that struggle. So in their mind, they're like, "Well, we need to do away with this because I don't know anybody that that is, you know, living off of this, and I'm not going. I'm not actively going to these neighborhoods, so I don't see it." So let's just do away with it, or let's not care about it. Let's not care about it. Few politicians yeah, probably come up, and you know, they they struggle yes. when they were a kid, or they struggle, you know, coming up. But that's a slim few. So the representation there is like, eh, eh.
0: That's
2: why we so care the key, a lot about rich people issues. So the key is to vote homeless people in office. I got you, no you No,
0: know, the uh, key is <laughs> why do we? It's the again, and this goes back to the conversation we had about colleges why do we only let certain people into spaces like that why do we only let certain people sit at that table why do we only let a certain somebody with a certain qualification and a certain background and and then we say oh yeah we can listen to them because of this, this 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 that's not how you know um mediation is created that's not how understanding is created or empathy because you have a room full of people who like cody said have never struggled in their life talking about people who are struggling they're going to be like duh what they're lazy oh yeah they're lazy all they need is bread and water or like what what's the problem are there not jobs they could go get and that's like something that is really stupid that i've heard politicians say or more affluent people say, Go get a job. Get a job where?
1: And then when oh, you do you, get that job, you, it doesn't matter. You can pay go
0: enough. to McDonald's. Okay, yeah, I can get a job at McDonald's. I can work twenty four hours a day at McDonald's and not afford rent. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't see that changing if I'm being completely honest. I don't see that changing at all. I don't yeah, see like, or at least not in, in my future. lifetime where politicians are you have politicians who live you know or grew up more on the lower side or on the working class side i don't see that happening i don't see a government that because one government is a legacy business that's why we have 20 bushes um all politicians it's a legacy business it's a who do you know that you can intern with to get into this office to then work this job and go up and do all that? Or who do, you,
2: or, 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 or who do you know or who does your dad know that you call to get your campaign finance through or to get your ads mm-hmm. through?
1: Who can get, I get a small loan of a million dollars? That line is so iconic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like, but said, like lines like that really like shows how out of touch the uh, ruling classes to where a million dollars is seen as a small loan. If I had a small loan of a million dollars, I would, oh, that that would be the greatest day of my life. That would, that would be wonderful.
0: I, I wouldn't do anything. I'd live off of the rest of my life. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> <laughs> I am having three meals a day. Three good meals and, a day. <laughs> that one, no, and really uh,
2: well. <laughs> and, I, and one of the Justice Democrats tweeted, I, 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 I forgot which one it was. I think it was pretty Paul. But They said uh, they tweeted, "We have a system to where Donald Trump can go bankrupt thirty-four times and still be a billionaire. At the same time, where we can't give housing assistance to poor people, like that dichotomy is sick." Yeah.
0: Do you have a newspaper subscription?
2: Me? No.
0: I feel like you should. I feel like you need one. I feel like you—you're the type who needs to wake up and like go outside. Pick the newspaper off the door and like, in my room. Yeah, and sit down and a with a cup your of coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're I just—you're gonna piss, gonna piss the
1: like, bicycle boy off who throws the newspaper at the door. He's like, <laughs> f- "In this fucking neighborhood, I gotta ride my bike all the way. four miles." Are you serious? Twenty-four miles.
0: <laughs> I just feel like it'd be good for you to have all the news right there in your hand. He's gonna throw the newspaper through your window. <laughs> That's gonna be my first investment: <laughs> is getting you a newspaper subscription. Oh, thank you. That's how you guys are gonna know when I've made it. When he's reading a newspaper and I'm shopping at Whole Foods, that's when. No. <laughs> that's when I'll be successful. It's when I'm like, what is a Walmart? Like I'm like, let's go
2: to like Whole Foods. Like food, like foodorama. What is that?
0: Get some kale.
2: <laughs> kale. Let's get some sushi. Sushi. Is In the I store. I, sushi. Thought I, was all, I thought I was the only person that thinks that. Wow.
1: Sushi is nasty. I don't like I don't like fish like that. So I don't like fish sure. like that either. Yeah, neither do I. I like chicken. Oh, really, that's something we got in common. Uh, I like chicken. Uh, Chicken's
0: pretty good. <laughs> that was <laughs> the most stereotypical
1: conversation. <laughs> chicken, man, I like meat, yeah, no, 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 I like meat. meat and chicken though, fry anything. Yeah, no, though. No,
0: I'm gonna tell you what I don't care for fish <laughs> too much. That chicken be the shit right
1: there. I've never met anybody <laughs> who likes meat that doesn't like chicken.
2: I think chicken is so universal. You, you can put it with so many things.
0: He's about to go make us some <laughs> chicken. Motherfucker, did you just get up in the middle of the show? No, well, I just saw
2: my garage door open out of nowhere, so I have to close it. So make
0: sure that no one's walking into it.
1: He got up like he was about to go make some chicken.
0: He said, yeah, chicken's good. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit a bench. Do I steal it? What the fuck? Maintain some kind of professionalism.
1: He just casually that's the thing, like he didn't make it a big deal. He was just no, he kind like, yeah. gotta... no, of no, it's it's really good because I really <laughs> like it. <laughs> uh, but, oh, but yeah. Yeah, go for it, Chris. We we want to hear about this interesting topic that you really had to go last for.
0: I didn't need to go last part. I just wanted, I just you forced yourself part. last. Speaking of the Supreme Court, let's talk about abortion. Um, so, the beautiful, wondrous state of Texas has basically overturned Roe v. Wade. Um, it's a Texas law that uh, bars abortions at six weeks that went into effect um, yesterday morning after the Supreme Court and a federal appeals court failed to rule on pending emergency requests brought by abortion providers. This is uh, coming from CNN. Um, The lack of judicial intervention means that the law, which is one of the strictest in the nation and bans abortion before many people even know they're pregnant. Um, It allows private citizens to bring civil suits against someone who assists a pregnant person seeking an abortion in violation of the ban. Um, No other six-week ban has ever been allowed to go into effect, even briefly. Uh, CNN Supreme Court analyst and University of Texas Law School professor Steve Bledek said, what ultimately happens to this law remains to be seen. But now through their inaction, the justices have let the tightest abortion restriction since Roe v. Wade be enforced for at least some period of time. And so now under the law abortion is prohibited when a fetal heartbeat is detected which is often before a woman even though she's pregnant Mm. there's no exception when it comes to sexual assault or incest should say trigger warning there's no exception for sexual assault or incest cases although there is an exemption for medical emergencies i don't know all that that covers um Hmm. and so If the law were allowed to take effect, it would have the impact of barring care for at least 85% of Texas abortion patients, and would Uh, mean that lawsuits could be filed against a broad range of people, including even someone who just drives someone they know to get an abortion, or someone who gives someone money to pay for an abortion. Uh, President Biden called the law extreme and a blatant violation of the constitutional right established under Roe v. Wade. Um, saying that the Texas law will significantly impair women's access to the health care they need, particularly for communities of color and individuals with low incomes. So I guess what I want to know from you guys is is your opinion on this clearly, what you think about it. um, What you think about it, you know, broadly speaking, I'm someone who is and has always been pro-choice. I think that I just don't have the right to tell anyone what to do with their body. Just like Amen. I wouldn't want someone to tell me what I'm doing with my body. I, and I don't get why we talk about women who get abortions for one reason or another, but, and we're like, no, don't do that. That's not right and tell them what to do with their body. But we have this abundance of drug abuse and um, all that. And, and we we don't press it nearly as hard as we do with a woman just saying, I. And, and, and there are so many cases in which I feel that it shouldn't even be questioned. That is completely necessary. I mean, I think that one thing to fight instead that's really true is that this is gonna broadly affect communities of color and low income yeah. people. Because yeah. a lot of them, someone gets an abortion because they literally cannot afford, afford to it, raise yeah. a child. And I think that that is a selfless act. And I think that if you're saying, that you if you cannot get an abortion and this is gonna stop before you even know you're pregnant, six weeks. Then you're gonna have an abundance of children who are raised at the poverty line, who are malnourished, not taken care of, possibly neglected, possibly placed in an environment where neglect and abuse is abundant. Um, so it it really creates environments where you're setting up kids for failure. And like you said, Allowing them not to thrive, and for there to be no exemption for sexual assault or incest. Yeah, that's that that's, means that someone can be almost. assaulted and get pregnant, and they have to have that child. Now, they yeah. can still put it up for adoption, but they have to go through nine months of literally having their assaulter's child inside of them. Yeah, they have to give birth that additional pain. Plus, <laughs> much like to market the <laughs> it's, it's, it's
2: ridiculous. It's ridiculous ridiculous um,
0: but yeah. uh, I, I find it very
2: very super critical that conservatives always talk about like the government oh, oh the government uh, they don't want the government telling you what to do and they don't want the government like being in your personal life at all but then they pass laws like this that directly uh, exactly. is telling people what they yeah like it's it's, it's, it's nonsense but <clears throat> I mean, I, I am also portrayed, uh like Chris, and I do think this law is far better than I do think this law is a return back to the dark ages. Uh,
3: Greg Abbott.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a progressive, so of course, like I, you, you know, of course, it, it's a narrative that I, I, I despise Greg Abbott, but even even I didn't think that Greg Abbott was going to pass a law this bad,
1: really. So is it pat like is it is it pat like is it in effect oh, yeah. now?
2: Is it's fast. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's full in effect.
1: Oh, Jesus. My thing is like they act like people just want to go get abortions. Like people are just like yeah like hey, really let's have a baby so perfect. I can go get abortion. So I can go see what an right. experience like the experience is like. Usually people go, people go get abortions because it's unexpected.
2: Yeah. And they and like for said they can't they they don't have the financial resources to raise a child. And also right. These type of laws uh, all, uh, also significantly take away funding for contraceptives. Well, if you're going to be pro-life, and you're going to restrict, restri- you're going to restrict uh, avoidance at all costs. If anything, you should be more contraceptive so people don't have the baby to begin with, but they want to take those away too. So you're pretty much asking for, and uh, and knowing the. The political system. These same kids that are born because of these restrictive laws, because these parents have to have these children, and they have to go on welfare and Medicare and Medi- not Medicare, Medicaid to, to, to feed and house and and, and and take care of these children. They're 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 going to point at them and really see this, this is the reason why. Uh, this is the reason why is uh, it, doing well because you have uh, children like this mooching off the system, or and and like Ann Coulter said, you have women having illegitimate children. Well, these women wouldn't have illegitimate children if you allow them to terminate the the, the pregnancy, so their pregnancy, or to uh, give them more AIDS to get contraceptives.
0: Well, let's say one thing that illegitimate children are not destined to be (laughs) horrible. Being illegitimate isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just means that your parents aren't married.
1: Yeah, uh, if that's the case, all my siblings are illegitimate. So. Oh, well, I'm sorry. That was the context of what...
2: (laughs) I mean, I guess I'm...
1: I think a lot of the, 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 like... I think everything is just... To me, it's starting to feel like everything is just a little outdated. Because I feel like a lot of these laws, they make a lot of these laws based on the Bible. And the Bible says that, you know, children are... You should not block pregnancy you should not block life coming into effect but we have birth control we have you know condoms we have all of this stuff these things that you know are put in place and my thing is why six weeks like when do we decide that that something is living i thought something was living when it you know could survive on its own like when it came out so does that mean like eight months in that the child is living or nine months in the child is living or seven months in yeah but by that same thing, like I don't know the the it could have a heartbeat, but not be I don't know it's, its it's it's tricky to me because they've been having like these discussions on when can you have the abortion or uh at what time like is it six weeks? For some people, it might be six weeks, but maybe it might progress faster and be eight weeks or ten weeks or thirteen or fourteen weeks
0: and but like they said, at six weeks. For most you don't women, even know it's sometimes virtually impossible to know that you're pregnant right
1: so i i think i think i think the thinking is just a little bit outdated and i, I think it just it it, it in my mind it, it kind of increases the amount of bad living and bad you know uh families uh, I don't want to say bad families but very complicated situations that happen in, f- in families and things of that nature because now your child is asking who who the father is and you have to explain to him oh your uncle or oh uh, that's
0: what we we're this kind of person, Some random right, this
1: random person that I don't know and a lot of times like the mother will love their child but you're it's prevented. a very, it's a, it, it's a very like mental thing that you uh, can look at yeah. every day. Every single time. You can't hold it in. Can't hold it. Cough, sneeze, anything.
2: I was holding it for like five minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
1: Um, but like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know how to continue, but, uh, I do know how to continue. Um, I don't know. It, it's, to me, it, it, a lot of mothers will go into it seeing their child and them remembering the situation they were in, in and resenting that child and belittling that child and giving that child mental disorders and, you know, not growing up in, a, in, a, in the right kind of situation. And I don't know that to me that just it just seems like why not prevent that from happening in the first place?
0: And I think that what else is going to increase is, because I mean, it's illegal now, and I'm 99% sure it was illegal before. It's going to increase people taking other routes of getting rid of their child. It's going to increase people going to just shady people's homes to get abortions. Um, On the ground market. Yeah, just DIY abortions, which is even more dangerous. It's dangerous and unhygienic, and I mean, it, it's just the cons outweigh the pros. I don't see any pros in this at all. I see no pros in making this decision.
1: Yeah, because
0: absolutely like, none.
1: Like, like Jamarcus said, if you're if you're gonna not allow abortions, then you should not allow birth control. Because to right. me, it's it's kind of like. I don't want to say it's the same exact thing because one you have a child one you're preventing a child but at the end of the day you're preventing a child like you're preventing a child right. is preventing a child taking birth control 99. Pills is, of the time. yeah it, preventing the okay. child having abortion is preventing a child before it you know becomes a living thing so uh it's it, it's not even like that complicated just keep it the way that it was <laughs> why is this a big issue that, that's what i want to know why is this a big issue
0: Never. i don't i mean okay let let's say <clears throat> god cody what uh, how do you pass it on through the phone <laughs> um <laughs> i mean if we're going to talk about religious reasons let's talk about all the things that we do anyway that the bible forbids we hear 25 Mm. normal things that the bible forbids but we still do
3: Mm.
0: consulting physics is one thing the bible says not to do Mm. women wearing sexy clothes Mm. it says in 1 timothy 2 9 i also want the women to dress modestly with decency and preparity so, is the Supreme Court going to say no more tube tops, no more crop tops? Um, <laughs> no more booty shorts. <laughs> masturbating, which, uh, Jamarcus, welcome to hell. Uh, uh, Watching porn, Jamarcus, welcome to hell. Yeah.
1: Only fans. I'm, 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 I'm going to burn
0: Wearing bling.
1: Did they actually say wearing bling?
0: bling. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Eating <laughs> bacon. Really? Tearing your clothes. Yeah, eating bacon. Nevertheless,
3: said, what were your clothes?
0: Eat? tearing them up. So like tearing your clothes or ripping your clothes, which means that technically I'm He's going right to hell. Right. <laughs> eating weird little animals. Getting tattoos. Getting remarried after a divorce. Gossiping. Really? Which is this whole thing? <laughs> Pigging out every now and then, women speaking in church, being gay and stuff, playing American football.
1: Stuff. football and stuff,
0: premarital <laughs> sex.
1: Wait, the American football? Polyas.
0: Yeah, playing American football. Um, and the pig because it parts the so because the football is made. out a pig? Out of,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's made out of pig skin anymore, but. <laughs>
0: Premarital sex, wearing polyester,
1: Jesus.
0: pulling out.
1: So that, that probably encompasses condoms and birth control and everything else.
0: Eating assorted seafood, working on a Saturday. Wives helping Wait, out their husbands in a fight. Yeah. Is it
1: not Sunday?
0: I it was working Sunday. on a Saturday. Ye shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done. but in the seventh it's the Sabbath of ver- that Sunday. I don't know why I said that uh, yeah,
1: before. I was like, why Sunday? Saturday? Surely it's so Sunday.
0: it's Sunday. No working on Sunday. Why is helping their husbands in a fight? Round haircuts. Trimming your beard, divorcing with your lying cheating partner. And lastly, eating cheeseburgers. I mean, like, like these, these are things that people do on a daily basis without second thought of, am I going to hell for wearing, you know, this thong? Like, it's, no, no. It's, yeah. what?
1: I'm surprised oh. the number one thing on there was, was, like, helping out poor people. Like, you know, not being greedy, not being rich was one yeah. of those things on there. Just saying, uh, it, we pick and choose what we want the rules to be. Yeah, we really. Pick and, and
2: this is why we had the separation of church and state. So many politicians just ignore that uh, uh, that founding element of the country.
1: And ple- even back in the day, people were disobeying these rules. Just saying. Oh, yeah. No, yeah it yeah. didn't just start oh, now. Yeah.
0: They wouldn't be rules if someone wasn't disobeying.
1: Yeah. Like, a lot of people were gay back in the day. They just didn't come out and say it. Yeah. So, just saying, it didn't start yesterday. And this is not to say I don't believe in God or I don't, you know, not Christian or anything. Right, absolutely. I'm just saying we pick and choose what we want to. And that's
0: because if we didn't pick and choose, then some of these politicians and public figures would have to own up to their own shit. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Why would How I mean? about we look at the internet history of all the Supreme Court?
1: I definitely don't want to do that because I don't want them looking at my history
0: incognito okay, mode so thank
1: I'll you <laughs> issue on the
0: table you. sponsored by incognito <laughs> mode
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah we pick and choose and they pick and choose what they want to get rid of and we all live happily ever after am i frozen hey, is chris frozen no chris is frozen not chris is frozen not. on our screen you're frozen i am yeah
0: yeah, Chris is great yep, as he will pop up for
1: me
2: whenever he speaks.
1: This is really a freeze frame of you putting down your water after you drunk it.
0: Oh, That's no. Kind of oh, no. no, no you oh, just
1: there got there we go. There we go. Oh, there. No. But, hey, what did you do?
0: <laughs> you can cut away from it. I just started masturbating. I thought I was on camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> HR department? Yeah. Um, <laughs> can we uh uh this guy's turned into uh, cuomo and just massive <laughs> <masturbated>. oh <laughs> uh, actually is are, are we are we uh you know hitting the hay or did we you know did we I, anybody... I think
0: i think that we got through it yeah we did it all right
1: well i actually i just i just want to just want to say like a lot of a lot of updates on things that we touched on already only fans has reverses 360 and they were like oh yeah we we know who was on our site so we're they said you
0: you can suck that dick yeah
1: right so you know go suck it only fans issue on the table coming soon
0: it's your right. <laughs> Don't you see how we influence the decision?
1: <laughs> right. Oh yeah. The baby. He shut up. Got on Kanye West's album and yeah. talking to, you know, LGBT. I, I forget what it, what what he was talking to, but he's talking to people about, you know things that he messed up about, right? Um Como's still fired, by the way. Um, um Taliban, oh, yeah, there's
2: no reverse no to that.
1: They're out in in full effect. <laughs> they are in full effect. Let me. We're tell not you. gonna
0: take credit for that one. <laughs> not, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, that's I not taking that. Please don't. Um, celebrities still aren't showering. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all I pretty much got. I just knew that the baby and the the other one. Yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah. The other
0: one. Well, Only fans welcome. I'm glad that we had the influence. Oh, we definitely did issue. To to throw it in your face. Um,
1: so, <laughs> but does that but yeah, mean children are still going to be on OnlyFans? That's or...
0: the tricky part. They they're just going to have to crack down on checking meticulously about what's on there, which I doubt they're going to do. Um, but let's hope not.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I I'm wood. That does that,
0: that that isn't a recurring thing.
1: I don't think my table is real wood, so I can't really knock.
0: But. well ladies and gentlemen thank you again for listening to episode 8 of the issue on the table podcast
2: thank you so um, much
0: thank you so much and we will see you guys next week or week after next depending on how tomorrow <laughs> so So,
2: oh it's on me now but yeah <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in and to all of you the best wishes and may God bless thank y'all